Uh, I've got my friend Eric Blair from uh, Louisville, Kentucky, uh, with Phillips, Philip Patterson painting. Is that right? That's it. Yep. And uh, so tell us a little bit about your company there, uh, Philip Patterson, and uh, your role uh, there at Philip Patterson. Well, we're a residential and commercial painting company. Last year we did 1.6, 1.6 million. Our goal this year is about 1.8 and a half. So okay. I'm in, I do about 70% of the sales and handle some operation stuff. Okay. So a lot of our systems and stuff I've built and kind of handle that stuff. And yep. Yeah. Are you, so you talk about systems and building those. Uh, what's the last thing that you remember building as a system? Do you remember what that was? Uh, probably probably our CRM. Okay. So I didn't build it from scratch, but I just put it together and uh-huh. make sure it works with all our other systems and everything. And there, you're getting that out to the people and, yep. and trying yep. to. Yep. So, and it's you in sales along with the owner, Philip, yep. uh, doing that. And so, um, tell us a little bit about the technicians, because we've got our technicians with us today. How many painters do you have? Yep. We have 17 right now. We have six crew leaders, one carpentry crew, uh, two, three guys on a crew. Nice. Uh, yeah, we started. We we hired a few guys, a few guys in the last few months during a busy season. Uh huh. And our goal is to keep everybody busy this winter. Yeah. You know. How are you going. finding? How are you finding your guys? Well, like y'all, a lot of times we ask the painters because you know we have good painters, so we want people that they know that mm-hmm. has their same values and morals to come in. Uh-huh. So we do that. We put ads out. Yep. Just try to get the, you know, a lot of times out. we hire apprentices instead of painters and then okay. just hire the right people and train them to do the job. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier this morning. Uh, I think we we say a similar thing is hire for character and train for skill. That's it. We, we try to hire the right people and then train them because a lot of times, yep. sometimes painters might not have the, Right. morals and values that you have so it's easy to train somebody to paint it's not easy to train somebody to be a good person so yeah and easy is relative right yeah of course as from a paint standpoint it's not necessarily easy yep. but it, it uh the uh, the person's values chases all the way back to their heart right and their skills can chase back to their muscle memory yeah definitely <laughs> and so uh yeah so you can't always change a, a person's heart yep. so um well, tell us a little bit about some of the incentive programs that you guys do for your painters. Yeah, well, right now we, like you guys do, we have a Google review incentive. Mm-hmm. So we do that. Yep. Um, we're trying to start a change order incentive like okay. you guys do. So yep. we got a couple things in the works that we're trying to work on. Great. Yeah, and then what motivates your crew leaders? Like, what are things that you do? And I, I, I know I didn't do a good job of giving you the questions we were going to talk about today. That's all right. But uh, uh, what motivates your crew leaders to be leaders? Yeah, I think just doing a good job for the customers, you mm-hmm. know. It's all about the processes at our mm-hmm. company, you know. Yeah. When I go sell a job, I rarely talk about products and mm. how we're going to caulk and how we're going to prep. It's all about being professional and mm-hmm. the process mm-hmm. and giving the customer a good experience. So Yeah, that's a great – so that leads me to, okay, professional. What do you guys do to look professional? To look professional? Well – the way you dress, yep. that's going to make you look professional. Yep. If we say we're going to be there at 8 o'clock, yep. we don't show up 20 minutes early or 20 minutes late. Sure. We show up directly at 8 o'clock. Mm. You know, basically, if we say we're going to do something, we do it. Yeah. 
No, that's awesome. Yeah. And I like that you say you don't show up 20 minutes early. Yeah. Because uh, you would think that that's really a value, yeah. but it's not always. No. You, you never know. A customer might be in there getting their kids ready for school, and then you knock on the door 20 minutes early, and yep. now they're in a bind. So yep. we train everybody that if you 8 o'clock, means 8 o'clock on the dot. Be How are you communicating door. that to the client, like the time that we're going to show up? How are you doing that? We do it on the sales on the sales call okay. usually. And so you're saying to them, our guys will be there at eight o'clock. Yep. Yep. What's your what's your territory? Like how big your travel territory? Well, really, we like to stay within an hour from Louisville. So anything okay. in between an hour from our shop, then we'll go and do estimates. Sure. On. Okay. So outside of that, we just haven't had a lot of luck sending mm-hmm. guys outside of that area. Yeah. And it's hard as a company when you get a referral. And all of a sudden that referral lands <laughs> two hour, hour and a half away. You're like, uh, but you don't yep. want to, a referral is the best kind of job to get. Right. Yeah, definitely. And so, uh, you want to do those because you know, it's, a, it's be, has a higher potential of being win-win for everybody. Yeah, for sure. So that's great. Um, so 17 guys, you're in Louisville, Kentucky. What, what's your favorite for your guys? And I'm, I'm going to have you think like your guys think for a second. What is it that they really like to do? The kind of jobs that they really like to do. Let's see. What is the kind of jobs they like? Well, to do? I, well while you're thinking about well, that, when it's the heat of the summer, interiors. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 But uh, let me think about it. Yeah. While you're thinking about that, talk to me about your cabinet painting process. You do you guys do yep. kitchen cabinets. Yep. yep. And um, what what products are you using? What primers are you using? What's your process? Yep. So our, our process, we have a spray shop okay. in, our, in our shop. We have a nice spray booth. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we spray the doors, yep. but we brush and roll the boxes. Okay. So we don't like spraying in the customer's home. Okay. You know, a lot of times you got to have their kitchen tore mm-hmm. down for a week. Yeah. So what we like to do is brush their boxes, spray the doors. Right mm-hmm. now we're using Benjamin Moore and Pervo. We okay. still we still like the oil bases. Yeah. And that you can still get those in yeah, Louisville. Yeah, yeah. We just yeah. haven't found I know a lot of people's going to the Euro things, but mm. we just haven't found any that are, we like better than the oil bases. Yeah. So, you come just to, how, how the bo- I mean obviously Louisville borders Indiana. Uh I used to back in the day I would spray the uh PPG or Porter paints the Glibtex oil mm-hmm. base. Oh my goodness, it would just feel so good once it's cured. Yep. It just so smooth. We can't we can't buy those anymore here in Indiana, you know, because of the um, EPA yep. And, yep. and all of that stuff. Yep. So and we spray them with a conventional. Okay. So we come in the shop, compressor hooked up to the cup gun. Yep. And that's how the guys like to spray them. It just gives a better finish. We find we have the nice. HVLPs. Yep. We have the airlesses. But it yep. seems like the conventional gives us the best finish. Do you do any spraying at all uh, in a home? So rarely. Okay. I mean, there is times that we will spray some boxes. Uh-huh. on site but i mean it's few and far between how does, how does that work then from a sales standpoint because a lot of times clients are like they're very adamant and we'll put it in our estimate must spray i just talked to a salesperson yesterday on our team that, and they had said must spray right and so we do a lot of spraying of trim mm-hmm. like the fine finish stuff in a home uh, we will almost always roll, brush and roll the walls, but they don't want to see that brush stroke. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? What do you guys do to, to eliminate the brush stroke? You just have to use the right paint, yep. condition the paint. Condition it with a, yep. uh, like a uh, yep. flow trawl. Flow, flow trawl, penetral, depending on what paint yep. you're using. Use the right brush. 
Yeah. You know, that's very key using a soft bristle brush, something that you're going to be able to eliminate the brush strokes. Sure. But a lot of times there's already brush strokes in the paint, in mm -hmm. the, you know, in the trend because mm -hmm. we're doing a lot yeah, yeah, of repaint. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we have sprayed, if it's a house that's maybe empty or the customers are moving in or yeah. out yeah. and it's empty, then we will go in there. And a lot of times we'll use an air assisted. Yeah to get that fine finish on the trim but 99% yep. of the work is brush brush yeah. row work. That's yep. interesting. I think that's a that's a market difference. And part of it is that you guys uh, uh, because of it it's a difference because uh, here I think people really want it sprayed. Mm -hmm. um, there are times scenarios where we're rolling an oak door where we can get away with it or a grained yeah. door and we can get away with it um, but uh, many times if it's a smooth anything they want it sprayed. We just mm -hmm. Uh, David was just recently working with a client where, uh, man, it had to be glass. Oh, you know, really? It had to look like glass. And, uh, you know, it was, it was, yep. it makes it tough, but, you I know, it, you can raise the level of your skilled technician to, you know, to accomplish that. And my goal, and these guys haven't heard me say that, but we're actually today at two o'clock, you and I are going to go look at a shop potential. And I spent, I looked yesterday at two different shop potentials. So our hope is to have a shop awesome. here. In the, ne um, in the next month, actually, we're yep. going to get it set up. And my goal is that all of these guys can actually become, can spray a fine finish awesome. Um, awesome. Through, through the avenue yep. of that having, shop. Having that spray booth, it really helps us in the winter. We bring all of our shutters in the shop. We do a lot of patio furniture. Mm -hmm. So it just helps us during rain days and then the winter to keep everybody busy. Sure. Yeah. It, it's sure. it's, uh, That's it's great. definitely a... Uh, That's great. Yep. So when a when a technician comes in, what are some of the things that you guys are doing? How do you help somebody grow uh, from an, a technician uh, or an I'm sorry, not a technician, but from an apprentice level to? And you guys call them craftspeople or craftsmen. Yeah, we've started calling them that in the past past couple couple months. Yeah. You know, I just think it's a better term than yeah. just a painter. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, what we have is we have apprentice one, apprentice two, mm -hmm. painter one, and painter two. Okay. A lot of people come in as apprentice one. Yep. As apprentice one, you basically have about 15 things that you need to learn. Each week, our project manager, he goes out, talks to the talks to the apprentice about it. We grade them on it mm -hmm. every couple weeks. And after they get so far in that apprentice one, then we move them to apprentice two, and they have a pay raise with that. Sure. Whoever is training the apprentice one, as the apprentice one moves up, they yep. get bonuses also. Yep. That's awesome. So you're incentivizing for others to help others train, grow, yep. to train and for others to grow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, that's when, great. when, uh, they're on the job and they're training, mm -hmm. we let them actually clock out of the job they're on and clock into training. That way they're mm -hmm. not using the budgeted hours to train. Sure. Cause we sure. kind of ran into I'm that problem that where they didn't want to train because they was using the, you know, the work order hours. Sure. So it was sure. like, I don't want to train cause I got to use the work order hours. So we let them start clocking into training. Yep. Yep. using them hours for it so yeah as he, long as we clock in and clock out on the right that's job it. That, that's i mean it. that's the big goal right yeah yeah <laughs> clock in and clock yeah. out the, we yeah. we'll start with the training there <laughs> yeah yeah it can be difficult oh, that's good yeah no that's I, I, gps uh time clocks on yeah your phones yeah, yeah. awesome wait t we use uh what's now called workforce used to yeah. be t-sheets yeah he's busy busy mm, okay so let's see yeah, it's uh, been a big help yeah so we have uh, inside of that we do we have the guys clock out in there into warrant like we call it warranty mm -hmm. work right if we have that which um, and then but I think we need to create a line that says training yep and and then they can just clock yep. into that so yep. so cool. it's that's kind of how we do it each job as we put it in it has a so if we go out and sell a job mm -hmm. it's a contract it has a number to it 
it has a change order yep. to it. Might yep. have carpentry work. That way they can clock into each one. So yep. if they're on a job and they're doing a change order, then we want them to clock in the change order, not be on the contract. Got it, got it, got that it. That way we can, at the end of the job, we can do job costing on the change order yep. and proper job costing on the contract to work. Yeah, yeah. Our change order becomes part of that contract, yep. so it's yep. makes sense. Um, so, okay, one of the questions that I like to ask, but before I come to this question, what would you, what advice would you give to our, our guys as they're growing in their skill sets and as leaders and, uh, uh, you know, they're all at different stages in life. What, mm-hmm. what advice would you give them? Because uh, you, you started painting in middle school. Like, when did you start painting? High school. High school. The summers, yep. And, um, and then do you have a college degree? Nope. You didn't, no mm-hmm. college degree. And then you, when did you join Philip Patterson? Well, about seven years ago. Okay. Okay. So you've been with them for a while. Mm-hmm. And did you, and so how long have you been out of high school? Uh, I'm 36. Okay. So, so 20 16, years? 20 yeah. years, 20 yeah. years. Yeah. 18. Yeah, since you're 18. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, so, you know, so you, were you in painting, uh, before you joined Philip Patterson? Mm-hmm. And so who were you with then? Another painting company? Yep, another painting company. Okay. In my 20s, I really bounced around a lot from different paint companies. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't really find a home. You know, I was sure. working for a lot of the unprofessional paint mm. contractors. Yeah. So at one point, I hit about 28, and I realized, look, if I want to keep doing this, I either yeah. need to find somewhere I can get with and grow that's yeah. professional or yeah. change industries altogether. So yeah. I knew Philip Patterson been around a long time. I mean, they're about to celebrate 75 years. That's incredible. So I got with them. and That's a long time. A yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and they are, I mean, very similar to, I think, Jason Finney, as you described this morning, the owner, or Philip, he bought the company from his father. Mm-hmm. And his father then started the company in uh, 19... I think back in the 50s. 50s, okay, yeah. That's that's awesome. So so what advice would you give our technicians? Probably never stop learning, man. That's the main thing. Mm -hmm. Even our owner, Phil, he's almost 70 years old, and he still has coaches. We still learn every day. That's Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing. There's always something to learn in this industry. That's awesome. And I think that tie... I mean, we... I've built that because that is a core that really matters to me. Yeah. Uh, our core value of grow, teachable, attitude, team, all, accountability, all of those five, especially humility, even like as soon as, and I, as I was this morning, getting ready for this morning, I'm walking and praying and just saying, Lord, give me the grace to be able to hear from Eric and to be able to receive and learn something new today. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, I already got this, so that's I got a little thing already. So I appreciate you, you sharing. Yeah, awesome. Well, so nobody's just a painter. Um, we're we're more than that. And so, uh, tell me about uh, the last question I'll ask you is that I ask everybody. About, we've interviewed a couple of our crew leaders and different ones. What do you dream about? What do I dream about? Uh, when you dream, what do you dream about? Yeah. Well, I probably don't dream big enough, but that's the thing the owner always tells me. You got to dream big. What dream do I big. dream about? Yeah, probably just being being happy. You know, mm-hmm. that's the main thing. No matter what you do in life, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have to make a ton of money. It's just waking mm-hmm. up every day, loving what you do, enjoy it, and enjoy it. Yep. Yep. That's it. That's good. And I, there there have been times in even even this week where I was frustrated, and and I shared with our guys a little bit ago. 
you know, some of that frustration, I was just really bogged down by some of that frustration and just like, ah, and, uh, yesterday went to yesterday's, uh, a little event yesterday and got to really connect with the different realtors and grow in that. And, and just the ups and downs, there are going to be ups and downs, right? And, uh, just, you got to have a why, like, why am I doing this? And if it's not like, you know, now I can grow, I can be better. It's the people that are, I'm around are going to help me be better. Uh, the people that I'm around are going to say, Hey, you need to change your attitude here or whatever. Help me be better. Uh, that, that helps me grow. So yep. if you don't have awesome. a passion for it, I can see where you could get burned out yep. pretty easy, you know? Yep. Yep. I'm excited to spend the day with Eric. Um, and, uh, we will, uh, uh, probably learn a lot and probably adopt some of the things. And we, I call it R and D. It's called rip off and duplicate. <laughs> That's it. Right? So you and I are going to do some yeah. R and D work today. There's no, uh, no reason to reinvent the wheel. No, absolutely. So <laughs> you can rip off and duplicate anything that you want to from us, and awesome. And uh, we'll uh, do the same. So yeah. I pre uh, he. What time do you leave this morning, Gear? Five o'clock. Five a.m. So two hours and forty-five minutes. Nice. So he's uh, committing the day to us, and uh, it's an honor to have you here. So I really appreciate you driving. I appreciate. Up. I appreciate you inviting me. And yeah. Spending cool. the day with me. Awesome. Thanks, Eric. I appreciate it. Thanks.